Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wanderers, welcome to episode 208. Woo! Season 2, episode 8. And here we go. But before we go, we love and appreciate every one of you that's been liking, that's been sharing. That's been subscribing. That's been following. We freaking appreciate the hell out of it. But, but we need to do more. Share with 10 people. Subscribe. Create 10 people. There was only six shares on this episode this week. Uh oh. Uh oh. In all fairness, it's only been a couple hours. 15 hours. 15 hours. <laughs> but hey, we appreciate it. But we're on all the social media, Facebook. Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, and we are growing on YouTube. There is a ton of content on YouTube. You don't have time for a full episode. Guess what? I cut out each episode for your listening pleasure. Even put a little title on it so you know what's going on. Go there, check it out, subscribe. But let's jump into today's episode and let's hear from our first and I was going to say first hour, but it's not. It's the granddaddy of them all. Our title sponsor that brings you this episode, that pays the electric bill, that puts the firewood in the imaginary GCI fireplace. None Is it GCI? CGI. CGI. Yeah, same It's been thing. a long day. The one and only Matt Creek. Today's episode is brought to you by Creek Insurance of Huntingburg. Matt Creek is bound and determined to find you the right coverage. Some would say that Matt doesn't stop until he finds you the right coverage. Hey, Smoke, you want to know something? Yeah. They did an x-ray old Matty's chest one time. You want to know what they found? What? They found that dog in him. Hunting dog, to be exact. Because we all know that hunting dogs don't quit, and neither does Matt. Matt will save you time and effort by researching plans from nationally and locally recognized companies. Matt is focused on life insurance, health insurance, Medicare Supplement and Part D plans, and major medical and voluntary benefits. We all have questions about life insurance, health insurance, our health for our older listeners, Medicare and Part D plans. They're all complicated and they can be confusing. Don't go at it alone. Call Matt today and let him and the team at Krieg Insurance make sure you and your loved ones are covered today. The Wandering Dutchman Podcast. Where none of us are Dutch. But we all live in Holland, Indiana. Join us where we talk about what we all freaking wonder about. This is the Wandering Dutchman podcast coming to you from a non-Christmas decorated smoker's lounge. The Wandering Dutchman! Here we go! Episode 208. For those of you keeping score at home, it is December 15th. This is going to hit the airwaves on December 22nd. 
a little Friday before Christmas, the last work day for most before Christmas. So we're going to have us a nice Christmassy episode, I believe. Yeah, holly, holly jolly. There we go. All in it oh, to win. Great, it. holly jolly, holly jolly, holly womper. Hey, by the way, I heard an interesting thing today. What? Before we jump into it, what? you know what it would take to bring old Jelly Roll and company to a town near you? Oh, oh I bet it's probably like 135. 135 what? 1,000. 1,000 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you saved yourself for that. He is fetching over a million dollars and only doing venues that can seat 25,000 plus individuals. Good for him, dude. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. It's great. I'm a big fan. I love fan. when trashy people make it. Well, do you know that phone call with his mom when he's like, Mom, I'm, I've been nominated for you the Grammys. You got two Christmas presents. Yeah. <laughs> Probably sweet little lady. But anyways, we're here. It is the 20. It'll air the 22nd. So let's just get it out of the way. From us to yours, the fellas and I and Couch Guy, we wish all of you a very, very Christmas. Yeah. Uh, enjoy it with the ones you love. Um, we're big Christmas people. I'm sure we'll talk about it, but, uh, yeah, hell yeah. Merry Christmas to you guys, uh, to all the wonders when out we there. say that we're big, this or that people, people know that we're like big proponents of it and not just big people. I don't know. I think it's really just big people. Cause in my anecdotal research from posting as much as I do on our YouTube and seeing some of the comments, we should be four people. We should be four people, which I didn't know. Like I thought maybe like adding a fourth, but no, no. I think they meant, <laughs> You know, per pound. Yeah, but I. Here's the thing. You know, this is the crazy thing. I ran across another podcast where they're like big guy podcast or some shit. I saw that, and I was like, those bastards. Yeah. Uh, good for them, I guess. But uh, no, none of us weigh over six hundred pounds. Yeah, uh, I go to the beach and I turn beer to piss. Yeah, and <laughs> oh yeah. Here's the reality of it too. Like, if you take the time to post a comment you're only helping us yeah whether absolutely. it's a positive or a negative guess what the algorithm sees that interaction and doesn't you give, nailed it i know Good job. doesn't give two shits what you have to say actually i think it does better if somebody starts talking trash more people go to like oh you got to check out the comments where they're yeah. blasting these fat asses for having a podcast which it's amazing because it's like it still counts as a view what do you bro call that the streisand effect yeah the streisand effect yeah the so, streisand effect that's yeah. what it is but i I love it because I, I really just, I want to, I had this conversation with Dave. I was like, I really just want to respond like in the most condescending way. Like, Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate the support. Hopefully we'll see you down the road. Like your comment, knowing that you're some knuckle dragging mouth breathing <laughs> son of a bitch leaving in your mom's basement in a yeah. peanut butter fort in a peanut butter fort. I don't give two shits and we might make that a short. So some asshole comments on it, but go f- yourself. Yeah. yeah! Christmas coming you at you hot. There you we go, piece of shit. You. So we, oh, well, oh, oh, well, and I love it because the one, yeah, co- the one. Uh, so, so a friend of ours, a, a content creator, awesome dude, lives down the street down here. Bigger fella into the medieval uh, garb and things and some stuff, and he was like, "Oh, another TikTok and another negative comment." And I just messaged, "Welcome to the club." You better, yeah. you better buckle up. Buckle up, pal. And he said, oh, welcome to the club. I've been in that club since birth. And I was like, well, so <laughs> have us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and like one of them so was like, us. Uh, just because you get together, just because you get together with your friends and your buddies doesn't mean you should have a podcast. And Dave's response was, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you should share it out, asshole. <laughs> and it's, I think it's just like, I want to respond, 
Because then, like, I want to see, like, if they'll respond back. Because then it just drives up the algorithm. Can you put uh, GIFs on content? Yeah. Like, on YouTube comments? Mike Kramer does it all the time. On No, like, like on the comment thread. Yeah, he, he does all the time. I think, I think uh, he does. That's Facebook. Is it? I know it's Facebook. I just wanted to put, like, the popcorn eating GIF. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. See what it is. All right, Big Makes, what's been going on? Uh, so, other than my birthday was last week, right? Woo! Yeah, yeah turned 37. What'd you and Dave do? Because I didn't hear from you. Didn't do a damn thing. By the way, our buddy Curdy G got a good chuckle out of that. He texted me last week, Friday, uh, <laughs> pointing out the observation there. So About what? About me not being invited to play cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd have pulled up for a direct quote uh, from my buddy. But no, I uh, didn't do anything for my birthday. Uh, I went to lunch with my mom and brother. What You got to unplug that blower? No, no. Oh, oh! Here, here's what it was. He oh, texted me perfect. on the eighth at seven thirty in the morning, which he should have been doing seven thirty sports. Yeah, uh, the boys didn't invite me to play cards either with the cry emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Tough spot sometimes. Hey, get over. Wait till it. he sees uh, last week's and he didn't invite you to come do the call. Well, I, oh, I texted yeah. him that on Friday. I listened to the call and I said, "Hey, I'm recording your broadcast." And I'm going to insert my color commentary over Schneider's as a tryout. So he said, love it. So uh, I'm going to get there. That oh, yeah. One of these days, you'll make it. I uh, didn't really do much anything. Uh, Friday night, we had Christmas with my mom and my dad and my wife and the kids and my brother before he headed back. He had back, he left uh, Monday morning. Yeah, for- Couch Guy's flying solo. Yeah. yeah. So now it's not as weird that he has his pants off. Yeah. So that's that's that. Um but other than that, this week, uh, actually, this is the first time in a long time that we've we've been able to give a full week's recap because we're, yeah. we're we're recording on Friday. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, yeah, slow week at work. Uh, finished up leaves today. Leaf season is officially over. Um, as far as that goes, um, yeah, I don't know. Christmas, I love Christmas a lot, but man, it's getting to the point where. That's why Thanksgiving's a holiday. I know, man. It sucks. Like the whole materialistic bullshit that everybody goes through in the rat race of buying gifts and that whole mumbo jumbo and it's just a bunch of unneeded stress in my opinion. But <clears throat> anyway, other than that, uh yeah. Ready to get this ball rolling. Smoke dragon. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring it up so you guys aren't too thrown off here when we get to the end. This week and next week episodes will be a little bit different. Uh, we're only going to go one, one topic a piece tonight. Uh, we're just going to elaborate on a little bit more, uh, do the same thing next week. Uh, so, you know, just so we get a little extra time around the holidays with the familias and whatnots. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause then you called a meeting for us to get together and have a meeting. Well, just sometime. <laughs> hey, couch guy, we're not going to record cause we need the week off, but I'm going to set a meeting. <laughs> okay, Dave. Anyway, other than that, uh, really quiet week at work, all things considered. Uh, regular week for sports. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention something. Go ahead. You said regular week for sports. Yeah. Big fella had a double-double the other night. Mm. Maxwell. Ten turnovers, ten points? No, ten points, ten rebounds. Oh. Well, probably he had ten points, but he probably had... 
several. He probably had 16. Rebounds. Now, what did he have? 10 points and what? 10 more than double digit rebounds, double digit points. Now, what was Ice Cube talking about when he effed around and got a triple triple double? double? That means he would have had double digit points, double digit rebounds, double digit assists, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I always wondered. I like that song today was a good day. You really don't know shit about sports, do you? Mm-mm. Okay. But yeah, big fellas uh maxwell's doing amazing hey can i just foreshadow a little bit go ahead don't let him get comfortable in being the biggest kid now we still got to work on skills still got to work on the plyos right still got to work on our body oh yeah there's a lot of guys that max out as eighth graders we don't want that yeah your body's a wonderland he's working a hell of a lot on uh fortnight i don't like that well you control that yeah you pay the electric bill in that house i remember that but anyway well maybe justine does i don't know yeah no she does okay Go ahead, Dave. I don't make shit. Mm-hmm. Dave, go ahead. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't remember what I was going to say next. Probably wasn't important. Well, no, you were explaining the episode differences. Oh, I think we got to the bottom of that. Just okay. so and then you said it was a quiet week at work, but a normal week, week at sports. Sports, and, uh, yep, yep. Uh, we've, we've eradicated two more mice confirmed. Uh, there is a weird thing that happened. Uh-oh. There was a trap set underneath that sweet, sweet Harley over there. Uh-oh. And it's no longer there. Uh-oh. So we had uh, apparently some Schwarzenegger mice. Uh-oh. Uh, that made it through the trap. He's now. got a rat. There's a rat in the house. And no. I can't find it. So I've not found uh, a, a trap. Or a corpse. Or a corpse. So I think there's probably some muscle-bound mouse running around here with a trap around his gullet. Oh, God. Oh you, you, oh, you smell it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no. Anyway, so maybe we found him. Yeah, so we've been working slowly on the mouse festation 2023. <laughs> Bojangles is still alive, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, well, he's a Christmas mouse. The other ones, though, all get to die. Yeah. Uh, Hello, PETA. Welcome to our What about you, Casey? Podcast. What you got, big fella? Well, we've been busy. Uh, we finished up uh, the... Nice shot, couch guy. You're like two feet away from it. Um, we finished up the uh, fall semester. Uh, I guess technically today would have yeah. been the end. Did you get the results back for your test that you've taken this week? Uh, on my leadership one. Well, yeah, because it. Well, so the two classes I had, accounting and leadership. The accounting one was where the first test I didn't do so hot. We were kind of fighting, digging ourselves out of a hole, but. Uh, should have done well enough because there's a take-home part that he grades, and then there's like a multiple-choice part that there's an automatic grade score generated. So that one wasn't too bad. So that one was good. So I should be good there. Probably in that A-, minus B plus range. I've already dealt with that crisis in my brain. I've worked through it, some counseling, some therapy, realizing, hey, you're not going to get an A and be perfect. Uh, but leadership, I knocked that some bitch out. Not – not- like even doctors and shit don't all get A's. Like they get C's too. C's get degrees. Well, I, well, here's the crazy thing. When that first exam occurred, like I came downstairs and Janelle's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I don't know what I just." Well, you've been kind of non-existent on the text thread. Like, some oh, of I've your, been busy. Well, work's been busy. That and some of your tones. We were we were we were we were talking about like like your tones were tough to read and like you just. Not necessarily standoffish, but like David's like, man, I wonder if he 
tanked one of them tests and now he's in no a pissy, i just pissy just, mood or if he's just no. generally being a dick that's what i was well wondering. no it's just work's been super busy yeah like so to break down the fourth wall christmas time I it's guess. about yeah 10 54 right now on friday mm-hmm. i was at work all day we had a concert up at the resort leave that early to get here to record and i just like i don't think i've gone to bed in the last two weeks excluding a friday and saturday before one thirty. Yeah. And up by six thirty. Yeah, Janelle has to work. I've got the kids all day. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in that time. boat too. Well, my kids are a little different, I guess. Yeah. Way different. Because the other youngest one hasn't been able to clear his ear infection. So we're mm. on the third round of antibiotics. So yeah, I that's why like we got through these two weeks. I'm good. We'll be able to go back to recording on Thursday or Friday because my next class is just all online. So well, yeah, some flexibility coming and two classes in a semester. Like, I don't have time for it. Tough stuff spot. to do with kids, especially like, I don't kids have, and a baby. I don't have time for it. Like, I it don't just, know if you still do you still consider that a baby? I do. Retman, yeah, Retman's still, he's a he's still a baby. I mean, yeah, he's not an infant anymore. He's still a right, baby. He's but, still nursing. Yeah. Feeding and changing diapers. When oh, you, yeah. When do you transition from baby? A year. About a year. A year. So, Retman will be See, I'm one. Like 18 months. I feel, feel 48 like, months. <laughs> That's when they come off the tit. When yeah, forty eight months. Five. Zoe still breastfeeds. Uh, she just, you know, just. Man, and I've just seen people up. do that before, and it's wild. Oh, by the way, I don't know if she listens to the show. Maybe she's a fan of the podcast. If so, I need to apologize. So they had the preschool program, oh, which yeah. was a hell of a lot shorter than the Holland Elementary School yeah, program yeah, yeah. by about. 45 minutes uh-huh oh, so it was perfect oh, hell yeah oh, oh, so i roll in i was late for i was late coming in so i was late coming in thursday so yesterday so i had that other accounting exam on thursday so my mind's preoccupied with that like wednesday night janelle's like hey do you realize Rhett has a or ryan has a program christmas program tomorrow and i'm like no time six o'clock perfect so like i had to i ended up working late I'm coming through town and there's a freaking train across the tracks. No. So you got to dive right, fight all the way across to get over the overpass. And I'm not bitching about that situation, but it's like that overpass is so out of the way because everybody and their mother, it's a rat race to get to it. Get through there, get there. They've already started in on the first song. I'm there enough to watch Ryan be playing grab ass with another one of his classmates with these bells, <laughs> like they're ringing it over their heads in the face. And so like, I was like, well, I'm going to get in it. The sky. Yeah. <laughs> so like Joe Ellis was standing down there. I was talking to Joe and I was like, I'm just going to go up and get a little bit better view. And so these stairs up at Holland, you kind of go up a platform and then you go up a platform and then you take a left. And so I was going to be able to see down and I walked up and I was eye to eye with this lady breastfeeding this kid. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just turned around. She's like, no, it's okay. And I was like, well, I don't need to be right here. eye level with you breastfeeding your child. Not that I'm breastfeed shaming because, you know, yeah, hey, good not my you, cup of tea. Go do it. Yeah. Oh, no. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely but a I pro just, breastfeeding. I just felt podcast. like it may be uncomfortable for a complete stranger to be like yeah. corner of my eye, like nipple in kid's mouth. Oh, so she she was no cover? Uh no cover. Ballsy. I mean, I think it now, was, I've been I've been I think uh, it was kind of shirt up and we were there. Yeah. But, you and know. you know, some of them like Justine was really good at it, you know, to where you couldn't I mean, and the clothes they make now are completely yeah. 
you know. So if she's a fan of the podcast, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean to interrupt. Wasn't meat gazing or nothing like yeah. that. You know, trying to. Just it. trying to be able to watch my kid catch play it, grab ass catch on the stage. Nip slip on the old yeah. uh, box there. So there we are. Hey, let's get into hour one, though. Hour one is brought to you by Bob's Liquors of Holland. Listen, are you struggling with giving a gift to that special someone in your life that is over the age of 21? Well, good news. Bourbon, beer, and other spirits make wonderful gifts. That's right. Stop in and see what they have to offer. Have a question or in search of something? Their manager, Josh, is spot on with whatever you may need. Bob's also wants to be your official provider of beer, liquor, and wine for your holiday party. Open seven days a week in hours that are convenient for everyone. Stop in and take care of your Christmas list needs today. Bob's Liquors and the Wandering Dutchman want to remind everyone this holiday season to be safe, designated driver, and partake responsibly. All right. Hey, thank you to our friends at Bob's Liquors. Topic one sponsor here today. We appreciate it. Go down and see them. Uh, Booze makes a perfect gift for those that are over the age of 21, legally able and allowed to drink. Uh, Makes perfect gifts. I think my two brothers will probably be getting a bottle of bourbon from Bob's Liquors. I'll pick it out. And hey, now this comes out pre-Christmas. That's okay. I've already told them. Oh, okay. Yeah, they know. They just don't know what they're getting. Is it going to be Jim Beam? Oh. Is it going to be something else? (laughs) So there we go. What do you got? Um, the mail. Okay, we get it every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. besides Sunday. Yeah, I want to talk about in the mail Christmas cards. I'm talking about them. Yours guys, your guys's are actually in the mail. No, it's not. Did you get it already? I got it already. Oh, cool. Use guys. Did you get yours? Was that Superstone, dude? On the beach, the one took in pictures. Yeah, it didn't look too bad. Well, the ones where all of us are in them, yeah, was him. The ones where one of the parents is out of it mm-hmm. is us. Okay, yeah. Oh, by the way, I got a great stoner story for tonight. Love it. Do we have time? No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, we can. Oh, okay. So you want to go now? Yeah. No, it's hot. I can write it down. No, no, go right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, all this right. is the beauty so, of it. So we were working. <laughs> we were working the north entrance at the resort. Scanning tickets in. It's fun. You get to interact, get to socialize. Love helping out the uh, activities department. And um, a guy comes in, and he's dressed as Santa Claus. Like, he's got the Santa hat, Santa sweater on. And his buddy is dressed like an elf. Got, like, the elf hat on. Mm-hmm. And then, So they come, like, there's... Big ears, pointy shoe? Kind of something like that, yeah. yeah. okay. So they're standing there trying to get their tickets pulled up. Like, legitimately, they're spending, like, 10 minutes. Oh, like, that's a long time. Like, you're that's sitting there eternity. watching. You're sitting there watching, and he's like, like, looking <laughs> in on his like, all that stuff. And then finally, they get their tickets, and they roll up. And so the guy that was dressed as Santa was first. And I go, all right, well, who's got the tickets tonight? He goes, he does. I go, oh, you're health selfing out Santa, huh? And he, like, looked at me. <laughs> and then he started reaching for his head. And he was like, oh. Cause I'm dressed like Santa, bro. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so then, so then the elf, the elf hands over his phone, and he's like, "Like it's like slow mo." He's like, "Here you go, man. Here you go." And about that time, I'm like, "Okay, scan, scan." And they start walking away, and I was like, "That is the odor of burnt." And raw marijuana for those of you keeping score at home. <laughs> and they were like, what are you talking about? And I told this, like, he legitimately was like, he had this, like, 
what do you mean, my elf? And then like he started like <laughs> feeling. He's like, he started feeling like his hat. And he's like, oh, bro. Which yeah. is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, I am not like, hey, you do you. But when you're going to be out in public and it's that bad, <laughs> maybe sit this play out, pal. So or maybe tags. pack a uh, <laughs> uh, spray bottle of osium or something. Yeah. There, yeah. So I hope they enjoyed the show. Yeah, I'm sure. Go on, would. though. Sorry. There's nothing better than uh, some Christmas music and uh, some drugs. Being as high as a kite. <laughs> yeah. Some there's just drugs and Christmas music. Hey, it's the 60s and 70s all over again. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. No, so I just, in the mail Christmas cards, I know this was, we're, we're going to go a little long on these topics tonight if they if it's conducive. And I feel like this one may be just because of the different types of Christmas cards that you receive in the mail nowadays mm. my thing is is like okay your christmas card that you sent me yes was a uh what do you call those like a, a postcard yeah like a print and play type thing like you go on to uh who a uh, simply to impress yeah simply they, impress they send us shutterfly or they yeah. send us they send us about thanksgiving time they will send us a promo code in the mail or legitimately it's like free shipping and like 75% off and we've bought from them what every year yeah oh yeah like you can't you can't beat it okay so there's number 1 type number 1 type would be like that like a diy like, yeah well, no. Assisted DIY, but it's mainly yeah, you just pictures. upload pictures, you yeah. pick your format, and oh. literally hit submit. DIY, buy it yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. The second type that you can get in the mail would be a, like, literally, it looks like a, fo- like a photo, but it's that same. It's fine. Okay. It was like that same, uh, you know, when you would go to CVS or Walmart and print off photos. Hmm. Yeah, so it's just one single picture. Yeah, it's just one single that, picture, but it's on that like photo quality paper. And it so, has the wording outlaid on it. Yes. And like you touch kind of it thing. and it would be like fingerprinty and all that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Glossy. That, yeah, glossy. Yeah. So there's one type. Another type would be a actual handwritten Christmas card. You get any of those? Define handwritten. Like it would be, I would go to CVS. Okay, so you're saying the card's not completely like, I know people that create their own Christmas cards. You're not talking about that. No, like you You're go saying to- you've bought like a Christmas card, has some wording in it. They'll fill it out. Hey, all the best. Love. Yeah. The and sign it and then yeah. just put it in the mail. Yeah. Okay. We get we get quite a few of those. Okay. Just, I don't think very many people do it anymore. Do people- you guys get any of the Christmas... Uh- you know, like they update you on how the whole family is. The Christmas letter? Yeah, like here's what's happened for us in the last year. No. We we had, mom and dad had a few that we look forward to the letter every yeah. year. Because it was like a rundown of the whole crew. Gam Garam broke her hip. But she's Randy's doing on the drugs again. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm on a big drug kick tonight. I don't con- I don't do drugs. So just, uh, just in case hey, anybody's what? wondering, hey, I don't guess do what, drugs. Guys, I got drawn to give a piss sample at work the other day. You did? No, you asshole. Oh yeah, that would. That's probably going to happen. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> the drug truck will probably be here anytime. But that's yeah. fine. Let her rip. I got clean pee. 
I'll sell you may, you. Uh, may anybody need to buy some, let me know. Couch it. guy doesn't need it. No. <laughs> no. But anyway, um, I just I was thinking about it because I've been getting a shit ton of them in the in the mail. Mm-hmm. Like I think today we got four of them. Do you send out Christmas cards? No, neither do we. And I want to. You though. guys freaking kill me! I know that's what like, I mean. All we the spirits to, of Christmas we used to, but it's just like don't say it's too difficult to do. It is not because I it have less not. than thirty I, minutes invested in total I of everything. Think you write? Of it do is, you write? Do you write the do you write the addresses? Yes. Was your addresses whether it was Hand a handwritten? Written. Yeah. They were my so how Janelle and I do it, your wedding list? Basically for the most part. And then who we get cards from and then we build the See, we but keep how the do database. You, how do you keep how do you keep track of do you have like you just save your cards? We no 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 because oh, that that's coming that that's that's another question built in with the question. Oh, so what we do is is like the return address, we clip it and keep it. There's a legitimately there's a little pouch like we didn't even put it up last year that has everybody we've received Christmas cards from. So like that way there's no guessing, there's no black book. Like I can remember my mom doing Christmas cards where legitimately she's got the black book out. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's how my that's address. how my mom always did it. We the, we don't do it that way, but we legitimately we have a little and so and Janelle has like her list. So there's like some addresses that like I just look up on GIS whether we get a we don't we maybe we don't get a card from them, um, you know, or we do and we've not kept it over the years, but they're on our list. And so like Janelle will legitimately knock out her family, like everybody that's on there, because like this week our ours went out earlier this week, maybe into last week we were doing them, and I just told her I was like I don't have time to do all these, like can you assist and and so she did her side, and then like my side I probably did in like ten minutes. Just writing out those because I'll just pull it out. Okay, fill out and then and then go. That's how we keep track. And then I'll write down. So like we ordered sixty this year. Oh my! And gosh. I think we've got one or two extra. And so we keep one of ours every year. So like every year that we've done a Christmas card, we keep one. Mm-hmm. Just a, a cool thing someday. Whether we ever do anything with it or not. I don't know. Probably when nice scrapbook. Yeah. Or a throw. Or yeah. Something. So that's how we keep track. But we, I uh, I always got I we always got a shit ton of Christmas cards and and like so here's my next question when you receive a Christmas card do you openly and publicly display them yep. we tape them up on the wall where so well we used to do it over our French door mm-hmm. I would kind of tape them up and around why is it that everyone that I've ever met when displaying Christmas cards. It's always put up like, like in an archway, or a, you know how have you ever been yeah, to my mom and dad's him? house? No. Have you ever been to my mom and dad's house? No. You Jay and Linda have never guys, invited me. In. Couch guy's been there. He spent a lot of time there. Lived there probably for a little while. But uh, imagine that on the couch. I had yeah. a couch upstairs. Uh, anyway, when you walk from the kitchen into the dining room, and then you you transition from the dining room into the living room, there's an arch. There's like a little I, I, like it's an old it's an older home, but like they always have them arch for good know? luck. Yep, yep, yep. For good luck. Is it really? Uh, that might sure. be seventy five percent made up. Instead of a- <laughs> Completely unfactual, just speculation. That might be because an arch is a better structural shape than a square corner. Yeah, but I, every other doorway in the entire house is a square, other than the transition from the and, dining into the living. Maybe that's the main load-bearing wall. 
It could be. I don't know. Right. You could just tell Couch Guy to get his phone out and he could do something. Well, I could look at it too here on my <laughs> iPad machine, yeah, but true. it's not that big a deal. But the question, the thing I feel is. like you made it a pretty big deal. I did. I really, we're really going into this. But we always put them in the, over that archway. And sometimes the son bitches would be overlapping. Yeah, that's what. On both are, sides, yeah. dining oh, room yeah. and living room side. Yeah. Grandma Mary and uh, Papa Marvin down there at Standale, they just, like, so their house was, their house was, they had two front doors what well, was the premise behind that well, probably used to be a duplex no sir no, no way these old farmhouses that you see two doors two on. front doors they had one front door going into the Living they called room. it the front room and then the one and, it, the and then the other one you would know, go into the other front room that way but it's kitchen and front room and then they always had like in the doorways they always like this i think that house had 12 foot ceilings in most of them had the door louvers they had the louvers, so like the vents. Above the door? Above the door. Because they didn't yeah, have so central he, travel through. Yeah. So anyway, Grandma Lois and Bill, they always put theirs on the archway going into the kitchen from the dining room. Mom and Dad was kitchen or dining room to living room. And Marvin and Mary's was from front room to sitting room and just on the door. But I think that's cool that you... Tape them up and display them. Now, see, Jenna's got this metal reindeer. It's just a long piece of wire that's, you know, its antlers are looped around and its nose is looped around. Mm-hmm. And then it magnets to the fridge and you just stick mm. the cards in like, almost like a key ring where yeah. the loops are, you mm-hmm. know. So you just shove them all in there. That's where ours go. Yeah. Uh, Mom and dad always, they had a, a wicker, ba- they have a wicker basket Rudolph. That they always just set theirs in, that it's set out that you could roll through and look at them. But we, we so you actually had to pick through the basket to pick one up and read it. They weren't like displayed. Yeah, they weren't displayed. But right. we, um, but that's how, like, because obviously we're working on that west. We put in a window there. Mm-hmm. So we haven't been putting them up that way. But yeah, that's how, I mean, we display them. Do you feel like, You've been receiving Christmas cards from generally the same people forever? Yes. Okay. Does everybody that you know... Now, this person listens to the show a lot, so she's probably going to pick up on this, and it's totally fine, and I love her originality. But we have been receiving Christmas cards from this family since I can remember every year. And they're always Disney, like Disney related. Okay. Like every single year they have something to do with Disney. <coughs> and I think that's neat. Like there's, you know, they've never broke the chain. Like it's always the same. And I think that's kind of cool. We got theirs in the mail the other day. And then like yours, you know, photos of the beach. Yep. Or, you know, like if you got family photos taken, you know, sometimes. Now, see, that's why I think we haven't done one. We haven't done family photos in a few years. We haven't either. Yeah, but anytime we, we've done family photos, we'll do a Christmas card, but we don't even, like, I, I bet in the last two years we haven't, like, oh, hey, everybody, let's get together for a picture. No. But, I, uh, well, Dave, you can take my spot in some of them because we seem to take a lot of them. <laughs> we used to. We used um, to. The only way we were going to take one in Florida is if we could have found those matching white flowy oh, man suits. Hopefully we go again next year. And I'll Maybe we can it. actually pre-order those. We've somehow. already booked. Have you really? For fall break? Probably in the next week or two. Good God. Can you? Yeah. Why For not? that week? Yeah. yeah, Colin sent us a thing, actually. Oh, like yeah. We got, we got 20% off if we book before the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll book early. We're never I mean, going again. 
Really? No, not with you or the smokers. Yeah. I didn't see you, but like yeah, two or three times. Tough spot. That's your own fault. Well, but uh, you can't blame your no. not having fun on me. <laughs> we had a blast. I'll be going. I'd go tomorrow. I'd say, hey, bitch, get in the car. We're going. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm ready to rip. Yeah. Outside of the drive, everything else is great. Yeah. Um, we, we could just do like a teleport and be there. That'd be awesome. Uh, I think like part of Christmas cards for me is the appreciation of taking the time to to do it and i think that's the reason why a lot of people don't do it anymore because they, it doesn't it's such a shame you don't gain anything from it i disagree you know it's with not that a thing i think it is so cool i do too to that's, get christmas cards I, it's what i mean and it's amazing i got a buddy i don't know if he listens to it the show but he's in our fantasy football group, and he may be a personal injury. See, I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm going to give those. Details. Oh, and you I'm big mace. But he, the hammer. He may be a personal injury <laughs> attorney. Daryl Isaac, Darryl. that has billboards. But he sends my Christmas card, our Christmas card, every year to my dad's house, knowing damn well that, that I sent him one that clearly states Lindemans, our address on the back, Holland, Indiana. But then on the flip side, he still sends it out there. Sends to, it to Dad's house, County Road Five Hundred West. Yeah. <laughs> but then on the flip That's side, awesome. we receive. I think she would be my dad's aunt. Probably I think that's who that may be. If I'm thinking of the family lineage, right? She'll send one to me, and then Dad's to our house too. That's cool. Like it is, but I, we we're big Christmas card people. Um, the effort of it, our buddy, friend of the program, and also was in the uh, Port of Jasper um, taping, Mr. Greg Schneer. Oh, yeah. I started a tradition that I don't just put the Schneer family. I think of a catchy address thing to put on them because, like, their kids will do something cool throughout the year. And so I'll just kind of, like, put it in the memory when I fill out their Christmas card. And... um this year, his wife got inducted into the Jasper Athletics Hall of Fame. Oh, cool. So I put Greg plus Hall of Famer plus the wonderful sh- children and one who I owe ice cream because there's one that bought Greg bought ice cream. And like, then do you, do you always put in care of or something no, like that? No, just, just like that. that. And they, <laughs> and Greg, Greg will tell me, he'd be like, I don't know how they deliver, like, like how they deliver. How they don't this. just send that shit back. Yeah. yeah. But it, it keeps going. So. That's cool. uh, but that was this year's. But I think like one year, I think their daughter was like um, one like little junior miss like Strassenfest. <laughs> so it was little miss junior Strassenfest and the, her remaining subjects. Like they got a new dog a couple years ago. So it was like, and I think the dog's names might be Griff or something. And I was like Griff's owners. And then just like <laughs> send it to him. So yeah, I just have, have fun, fun with mail it. games. Yeah. I love getting mail, like when it's not bills. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think there's that- a lost art to letter writing and thank you cards. You're exactly right, man. And that's another thing I th- I one regret absolutely I- hated every single solitary second of writing thank you cards. But like in the grand scheme of things, they mean the world to people. Yeah, in the premise of it, like it was a person that I know has made a comment before that said like. You know, I sent them a goddamn gift, and they didn't even see me a thank you card. I mean, and it's like, that makes total sense. You know, like you, I took my time to go buy this person a gift or to 
put forth the effort to do something and you can't even fill out yeah. a dear Mrs. Masoner, thank you for the gift of money. Well, it's okay. You don't have to edit okay. any of this shit. You know? Okay. Or I just use my mom for an example. Maybe yeah. it was me that said that. Maybe yeah. it was um, Betty Lou shoving stuff. Who knows? Down you know, road. but it's, yeah, you know, it's like those. Yeah, I think getting Christmas cards in the mail is awesome. Definitely. And I wish that I had the time. And I do have the time. It's just that You're my damn right you have the my time. priority is if I have the time to do them, you have the time to do them. I know it, yeah. and you have the time to do them. Ours is not a time thing. I really think it's we don't get family. We haven't done a picture of how many family. how many recent pictures on your phone do you have of your children or Jenna or you? Like like there's like so that was another thing. I received one. We received one from a person. The Shirley's? No, that I will. Re- Are they Christmas card people? I will leave nameless. That it was just a photo of their children. Yeah. Janelle and I very, like, when we, like, the beach photos, we've put ourselves on there, but very rarely it's and not my us, kids, it's the children. My kids intercepted the mail. Like, I opened them in the card because I, mm-hmm. that's just what I do. I open the mail in the car. And then if it's junk, I pitch it in the dumpster on my way in. And if it's worthy to go onto the mail pile, then it'll go into the mail pile. And they seen them in the mail pile and they pull them out and they're like, how come. She or how come so and so is not in this picture too? It's just the kids, or it's just the kid, or whatever. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's just that they uh, didn't want it to be. Yeah. Or whatever. You know. We so. usually do the kids because, like, the people we send them to are our friends and family. They don't want to see a picture. Janelle and I. They uh now some other friends of the program right down the road over here. They had a photo uh from a wedding. Matter of fact, I believe it was uh, neighbor Doug's wedding and uh, beautiful uh, Wyoming landscape or Idaho or wherever the hell they got married out there. Somewhere out west. Yeah. And it's like on the front, it was just kids. But on the back, it was the the full shooting match there. I'm all in on Christmas cards. I feel like this. uh, I I don't mean to go tangential, tangential. But what about birthday cards? I don't send them. I only get them from like my, so this year I got, I, I got one from Justine's mom. I got one from Justine's grandma and I got one from, matter of fact, I didn't get one from my mom. She just told me how much. Happy birthday. She told me how much (laughs) that she loved me. Well, yeah, she didn't murder your happy ass. And then give me my gift. Multiple gifts. I got. Uh, monetarily compensated for my birthday, and then I also got to go to, to lunch with her and my uh, brother and my lovely kids. Nice, well, that's nice. At Wings and Rings, over at Chasper. Chasper, pretty good. Expensive, but it's good. Yeah, everything's expensive. Anyway. No shit, dude. Uh, we were talking about something the other day. I seen a I seen a uh, thing about like uh, common grocery prices. You know. Then versus is it now. because of the Home Alone movie? Is that what you saw? Was it? Yeah, it was like in 1994 he went and bought all this stuff. It was Oh, it was that it? Yes, yeah. when 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 Kevin McAllister went to the grocery store and got the toothpaste and the toothbrush and all that shit, and he's and it like when he when he rung him up, it was uh 1758, 1798 or, or some shit like that. Like now it's like forty one dollars. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, which. <laughs> Which speaking of from last, what episode, about the pizza dude? That's gonna somebody owes me one hundred twenty one fifty, one hundred twenty two fifty here. And they're like, "Did your dad here? Yes. Does he live here? No." <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Speaking of things 
this, when you said that, because I did the short for um, Ryan, the Ryan White situation. Yeah, he did not have sickle cell. No, he didn't. But I saw, so when I was following up on reading about it, because I wanted to just, so it was Kokomo, and then he ended up moving to Cicero, Indiana. But there was a, a sta- there was a, there's a statistic cited in the article that I was reading about the number of hemophiliacs Mm -hmm. and the amount like of those individuals, how many of them who received blood transfusions from the year 19 early eighties to whatever that was in the nineties. Did they say they needed to call James Sokolov? It was like, there was like an infection rate of like 97%. Wow. Like and I saw that and I was like, that is unreal. That they because they did that study on that, and what had what had happened to him. First off, it was a weird story how they found out he was a hemophiliac. He basically at birth he was circumcised and he wouldn't stop bleeding, and so that's how they figured it out. Huh. But what happened here? He had a real bad like lung infection or lung issue, and they did a lung biopsy, and he freaking bled bad and that's where he got the blood for it oh, damn. and so it was that's what it was like and it was so brutal like and nowadays like if you think about it like how far technology so that was 80 84 85 around that time so about 37 38 years and now there's not only a cocktail to treat that but there's prophylactics to keep you from catching hiv like that's nuts and how Cool science is. Oh yeah, not the hijack where everything's going. No, that's good. That's right. But just call back to last yeah. episode. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Let's take a quick uh, listen here to our uh, topic two sponsor. Yeah. This pause for the cause is brought to you by Southern Indiana Hardwoods, your official provider of Green Mountain Grills. Give Nick Merkley a call today. Hello, my name's Nick Merkley. I'm here at Southern Indiana Hardwoods. We've got. The whole line of Green Mountain Grills here. We've got a great Christmas special going on right now. Uh, all the way down from the trek, through the ledge, and all the way up to the peak. Um, we carry the pellets for them, the accessories. Um, There's savings of up to $250 right now on them. Um, we got pizza ovens, griddles, uh, rotisseries. Uh, we got rib racks. Uh, it's a great time to get uh, a new pellet grill. Nick at Southern Indiana Hardwoods has Green Mountain Grills ready to be bought, set up, and cooking in no time. He's got all the best accessories, and he's got the best pellet variety around. You do not want to miss this Christmas sale. One of these bad boys may not fit under the tree, but would look real nice with a pretty red bow on. So come out today and see us. If you can't make it during our business hours, reach out to us on Facebook. We can get one of these under your tree. We even do delivery inside Dubois County. Hey, hey. Right. and we're back. Thanks to our buddy Nick Merkley over there at uh, Southern Indiana. Seriously. Did you see all the bacon they smoked last week. Yes, sir. Go. 50 pounds. Go buy an accessory. That's uh, a, 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 I don't know why I paused there. Go buy your pellets, your heating pellets. Uh, the heating pellets is a big thing. Oh, yeah. They've got them over there. $4 a bag. Got a bag right here. Dave's got us. a bag back here. I like, was wondering, maybe could we shovel a scoop into that uh, CGI? Imaginary fireplace, see well, what we happens. We need to have a basket first. 
You can't just go shovel them in there? Apparently, they burn so hot, it can damage a CGI stove oh. if it's directly on the bottom. Oh, oh no shit. Yeah, because wow. the C- wood CGI stoves aren't made for that much heat in one location at one time. Oh, they burn that hot. <clears throat> Your little horse there. Well, it's going to... The bourbon's getting you. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, go see uh, Nick over at Southern Indian Hardwoods. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, it's time. Boys. It is time. The, the sales are on... $200 off one of those things. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you something right now. They've all been talking to I the don't Merkley give a boys damn. about giving away I don't away give the a farm. damn how cold it is outside. Go outside, flip the switch, hit the button, six, eight, nine minutes. Not even that. Six, eight minutes, you're up to 150 degrees. Once you've reached 150, you select your cooking temp. It gets there in no time flat. Throw your meat on the grill. Throw your shit on the grill, and it is literally like an easy bake oven, man. Mm. Like, it is awesome. You get that perfect smoked taste. You get that perfect prepared meat or uh, pizzas or, uh, man, like I said, that smoked cream cheese that I make. Smoking bacon. You can make bacon. You can make summer sausage. You can smoke cheese. Grilling hot dogs, cheeseburgers. I mean, it is literally the jack-of-all-trades grill. And I love mine. I love my Green Mountain Grill to death. Mm -hmm. And if I ever burn that bitch out, guess where I'm going to get a new one? Southern Indiana Hardwoods. Amen. Give them a call. All right, big fella. What you got? You uh, failed to enter your topic on our pre-show notes page. Therefore... Me and David are completely all ears anonymously uh, pissed because we don't know what's happening because you're a big proponent for show notes and you failed to uh, do it. So at this point, the floor is yours. Yeah, I don't feel bad one bit. That's Um, fine. (laughs) Very few things in life I have remorse for. Uh, Here's what I want to go with sticking with the Christmas theme. I was thinking about Christmas traditions and Christmas traditions. They don't necessarily have to be yours. Ones that you've heard other people do, maybe throw in one that you do. Um, Those Christmas traditions that you either wish you did, that you do, and that you enjoy are ones that you've thought about doing because I'm sure we've got some listeners that may be young families. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Are you wearing cologne? No. I don't wear wear cologne. cologne? I mean, I put it on at like five this morning. I mean, I catch some whiffs of it. Dolce and Gabbana. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. No wonder Jenna can't keep your hands (laughs) off you. Dolce and Gabbana. (laughs) (laughs) You really do put on cologne? I took you more for a Stetson man. Catching, uh, <laughs> catching little subtle hints of that here yeah. or lately, but yeah, Christmas deck, Christmas yeah, tradition. So, like, I'm going to use one for example. I have a shit ton. So, uh, my father, Justine's all out on him, by the way, and we'll get to that. Okay. My father, when he was a young boy, they a young lad here in Huntingburg, young chap, young chap, still a young man. Dad's still a young man. Um, they used to have a true, legitimate 
midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Like a true legitimate, we're starting at 12.01, Dave. Mm -hmm. Not starting at 11, not starting at 10. I think they do it at 10 o'clock now. But like a true midnight mass. And he will still talk about it like it happened yesterday. And I love it because he's like, you know, we were all there. There were people that were hung over. There were people that were drunk. There were people drinking in the church. There were people passed out in the church. There was people getting up and leaving because they had to throw up at church. Like, I think it's just so cool, like a classic, like, hey, we still have to do our duties as Catholics and go to this midnight mass. Yeah, but I'm three sheets to the wind. That's okay. Get in the car. We're going no matter what. It's going to be a party. So, like, that's one of those old school traditions that like I love like that's so cool like that is small town Americana you're going to midnight mass are you being the best follower of the Lord by going drunk or hung over or whatever no probably not but you're there and it's something like my dad at his age now can remember like it was yesterday and like for me on that reference we've always done Christmas Eve mass We've always done it and we'll do it. We'll go to the, like the four o'clock or whatever it is. And when I was a kid where St. Mary's church is and where grandma Lindemann live, grandma, grandpa Lindemann lived down on Van Buren street, just just, a couple blocks, just a couple blocks. So we'd walk to church, go to church. We'd walk back. Dinner would be ready. And I can remember us. We used to take a lap around the block after the, after dinner was eaten, the men folk, would take walks. We would take the walks while the ladies did the dishes. And I thought it was so cool as a kid getting ready because it was just a cold, crisp night. Now, looking back, what I realized, most of the men involved were smokers, and it was the time to get a smoke break or two in as they walked their lap. And then we'd walk, we'd come back, dishes would be done, and we'd open presents. And it was like that. Obviously, Grandpa Lindemann passed away in 92, 93, so some of that went away. I mean, grandma lived into the 2000s, but like it was just kind of one of those traditions. Like it's and like it, I hate it because like my kids will never experience that. But I'll it's have a, to start smoking. It's a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> huh. Hey, we're gonna walk down to the Maester mailbox. My dad rips a couple darts. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> but uh, uh, only boys allowed. Yeah. By the way. So, but that's just one of those like little traditions. So that's I'm using that as an example. I've got a few more, but like that's one I could for me. literally spell out my Christmas Eve. I could I could literally tell almost give you a play by play from the time I was probably old enough to remember till maybe one. Stop playing with the mic, Dave. One Christmas or two Christmases before my grandparents on my mom's side passed away. This will probably be a tough one for my mom to listen to, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The holiday. And here it is. It, let's let's it, put that PSA bring, out there. It brings it up. Like all of you in Wanderland, like we've talked about it a little bit about the winter blues. The holidays are freaking tough for everybody. Well, sure. There is not a single person in this room that doesn't have a, a tough stretch or a tough spell during these holidays. Smoker's Lounge is always open. Yep. That fake fireplace yep. a lot of times is always burning. You may have to sit to the right or left of Couch Guy because he sits right in the middle of the couch with his bare cheeks on the couch. But, like, there's room there. Yeah. So, all we, we say that. We get it. We would leave home probably around 6 or 7, 
6.30 or 7-ish to head on down to St. Peter's Lutheran Church in Stendale, Indiana for the Christmas Eve children's program. We would do the Christmas program. We would leave there, go down to Grandma and Grandpa's house, go in the house, uh, immediately enter the sweat lodge that would be their their living room because it was probably 241 degrees in there because of the wood stove going. We would all, the kids, now mom and dad usually, they wouldn't, but the kids, we would always change clothes immediately. Shorts and a t-shirt because it was 240 degrees. Grandma had a ham. She would usually make a ham, and then we would just do, like, baked beans, chips and dip, and maybe, like, some a pie or two or whatnot. We would eat ham sandwiches and, and whatnots and watch the Christmas story on TNT or TBS, one or the other. TBS. Hmm. Yeah. We would, they had the marathon would start. So we would watch the Christmas story. What a genius idea for them. Love it, dude. Give your time, give your people a little time off. Yeah. Just all you got to do is push play. Yeah. Marathon. I still don't think Jenna's ever seen it. Oh my God. It's probably one of my favorite movies. Mom hated it. Oh, wow. I, I, yeah. And I don't, and I, and I don't know, I don't know why. I think, I mean, it's a gimmick. You know what I mean? It's a cliche. I mean, it, it would take time away from, family you know what i mean but like we would all just make jokes of it because we've all seen it so many times yeah. we would like have battle quotes or like oh here it comes here it comes here it comes you know shit like that while we were eating she'd always watch it this goes into another one of those traditions she'd always at least watch it once with us like before she would go to bed or whatever yeah she'd watch it at least once with us yeah so that's cool so then after we were done eating and uh all that jazz then we would go from the we would go from the living room, what we would call, and then go into the front room, which was the other living room. So it's like one of those grandma houses where the, you got a living room where you sit in and watch TV and shit, and then you have like another living room that you weren't you weren't allowed to touch anything. Like it was like the formal living room. But in Grandma Mary's house, that's where like the quilt rack was. Like she had all her quilting stuff and all that jazz was in there. So we would go in there and literally sit around the Christmas tree and we would hand out gifts to everybody. And then we would open gifts in a very, very, very specific order that like we still kind of do um, in my household, but like in Justine's family, free for all. Kind of. But like in my grandparents' house, we went by age. Mm. Youngest to oldest. Ours is a rotation. Dave, yeah. what about you guys? Well, like a rotation by, I mean, like everybody's got a gift. We'll go clockwise around the room. Everybody opens Well, them. what do you do? Now? Yeah. Uh, we just give all the boys one, yeah, and then uh, just tell them all to go at the same time. Like when Santa comes and you wake up Christmas morning. Yeah. They just, uh, all the boys get there. And they just go after it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. 
See that? You know, that surprises me out of date. Yeah, as no. organized as he we, is. We, we well, I mean, the boys structure. all sit down and then they get their piles or whatever they have there. That- so you divvy up piles right away. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then they can go. Oh, that's see, what we, we did. We do, we do it like one by one going around. We well, I mean, everybody the- had a pile like that. The first thing, like in this situation that Grandma marries, somebody would somebody would be Santa distinctly. Yeah, someone would play Santa. So like when we would go to the church. Nobody would go to grandma's prior to church. So like all the gifts that were there were already like they were there already. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. like when we walked in. Us kids, we'd walk into the kitchen, and then, like, we would make our way into the front room, and we'd, like, holy shit. Did you see them pile of presents under the tree in there? Like, oh, my God, we're going to make out like bandits this yeah. year, you know? And then we'd, like, try to scarf down our food as fast as we can. Okay, you done? You done eating? Okay, yep, we're ready to go, you know, and shit like that. And then we would sit in, and it didn't matter what order or where we were sitting. Like you were still going youngest to oldest. And then, you know, somebody would just start handing them out. So then everybody had like, yeah, however many they had in their pile. And then you were only allowed to order open one at a time around, yeah, the, we're around big. the room. We try to get the most mileage out of it. So we just, yeah. somebody like with as young as our kids are now, Janelle, it's Janelle and I, well, Zoe helps like, Making sure they all have some, keep them entertained, open. But see, that was the whole driving point. Like, I feel like that's the driving point too, on the whole, like equality thing. So, like, if you had a free for all, I feel like you could get away with not having an equal amount of gifts mm-hmm. per child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. that wasn't always a thing. Like sometimes we were like <laughs> wrapping socks individually. You know, just so you got the old, the same amount of boxes to open. Not really, but you know what I mean. Like, <clears throat> I think that was that was one of our biggest Christmas traditions was Christmas Eve. We were always at Grandma Mary's, and just like Justine's mom, or Justine's family, Christmas Eve they were always at at Granny yeah, Nina's. Granny all, Nina's doing the same thing. Yeah, ours was always Christmas Eve down at Grandma and Grandpa Lindemans, and then Grandma and Grandpa Sissel would stop over. Christmas morning. Oh, really? Sometime. Yeah. Christmas morning is always, was always with mom and dad. Well, and brother. Just, they, just us. They would come after we were done. Yeah. Mom would call and say, hey, we're done. And then they would stop yeah. by. So we would always do Grandma Mary's at Christmas Eve night. And then we would leave there and come home and like go to bed yeah. immediately. But you had to, or Santa wasn't going to stop. Exactly. And then like we would get up, and then like we would get up Christmas morning and do our thing. And then Christmas Day, we would go to Wild Bill and Grandma Lois's house for supper, I think, or lunch, late yeah. supper, early <clears throat> lunch, late lunch, early supper type thing. Or And then maybe we would go to Granny Batch's Christmas Day, too, which was Grandma Lois's mom. Yeah. it's But uh, I, don't, I don't remember. We, Dave, anything? No, not really. I mean, we go to the in-laws every uh, Christmas Eve. That's what we do for supper there. And then we'll do, like, Christmas morning here. Kind of depends on Jenna's work schedule. It happens is most of it. I think so. that's a cool thing, too, about the warden's new gig. Like, 
there for a while. I think for a long time, dude, she worked like every Christmas, mm-hmm. and it was sucked. Like when they were working nights. Mm-hmm. Remember when they were working nights, oh, yeah. and like they would, they'd come home Christmas morning, or they would try to skate out a little early, get home Christmas morning, watch us open gifts, and then just like go to bed. Yeah. You know, sacrifices them them yeah. broads made for us. You know. Yeah. Well, and then we any. Like traditions, try, like tied to food. So, like we always did Christmas, New Year's Eve, or Christmas Eve was always whatever. But like Christmas morning breakfast was always like the creme de la creme. No, center cut ham fried up from Merkley's, of course. Bake like big breakfast, like huge, really. Oh, big breakfast. See, yeah, we never really ate breakfast Christmas morning. Yeah, no Christmas way. morning after all the gifts, because like we'd be playing with our gifts or whatever. And Mom would be. You know, looking back now, we should have been out there helping her. But yeah, I was gonna time. say she's in there working her ass yeah, off, making breakfast, getting ready to feed your asses. Well, yeah. it changed as we got older. We were in the kitchen a lot, but then uh, Christmas dinner would always be T-bone steaks Ooh. that we throw on the egg and grill. Now all that's changed recently. Oh man, it was and always it, a crapshoot at Grandma Lois's. Sometimes I mean, we we'd get freaking. Sometimes we'd have we'd have steak. Sometimes we have Papa John's pizza. Sometimes we would have, I mean, it was all over the map. Spaghetti, lasagna, it didn't matter, whatever, you know? Yeah, and so that's what, so now, I think we've done, like, we had a taco bar for Christmas Eve one, like, because when the kids were were younger, they didn't like eating steak. It's a texture thing. It's all that other stuff. And it's dangerous. And so my, so my, so good old Papaw, who, you know, wants the, it's about the grandchildren. He's like, we're going to do something else. So that's what, so that's changed for us a little bit on it. But we've, um, now when Santa Claus visits your house, does Santa Claus wrap his presents or yes. does he place under the tree? Neatly? No. So we talked about this before, but Santa Claus, for some reason, that sneaky son of a bitch, he always wraps his gifts in different paper than the gifts that mom and dad, like we Mm -hmm, buy mm -hmm. for some unknown reason. I don't know why, but every time he comes to our house, his gifts are always wrapped in different types of paper. Yeah. Santa uses different paper to our house too. Yeah. So yeah. So Santa wraps his gifts for sure in, in different, uh, in different style. And here's another thing too. If there is multiple people wrapping, Mm -hmm. you've been a part of. Yeah. Someone other than like sometimes. So have you ever been recruited by Santa to help rap? I have. Yeah. So sometimes Santa. You want to know how the phone conversation went? Santa will ask. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, honey, it's a number from the North Pole. Hello. Yes, this is him. Oh, really? You need a little help. Hey, anything for the the big man in the red suit. Yeah. We'll and then that's you. where I go. Like that's, that's the. Yeah. Quick call. Yeah. Quick call. So we have to, like, when we are drafted by Santa to help rap. Yeah. I always make sure to have someone else sign from Santa. Yeah. So they don't recognize it's, you know, my writing. Well, because it, it's a secret thing. Well, yeah. Because yeah. we don't want, uh, these are questions that I just don't want to mess with. Those yeah. are questions that I don't want to answer. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. Santa doesn't rap. Things no, in your place. Well, so we, so it's kind of like 
Amazon Prime. That's how we've Santa's always how he's always been for ours. Uh, as a young lad, Santa always was kind of like express. We wanted him to have. Yeah, we always wanted Santa to save a little time at our house because we cared about him getting to other houses. Oh yeah. So my parents would always negotiate a settlement like, hey, if you throw an extra gift or two, <laughs> you don't have to wrap Santa. You can just drop you were, in piles. You were working on contracts. You were bred for this shit. Yeah, bud. it's a true story. So, and now um, my wife, who is bewildered by it, but when I'm like, you know, we we have to be agreeable to Santa because it's been this tradition now for like 36 years. Yeah. This will be my 36th Christmas, Dave. Yeah. So the reality of it is I've done it for so long. We need to continue to help the big fella out. Right. Yeah. He's a busy guy. Sometimes yeah. like when we would get like for some reason or somehow that magical son of a bitch would somehow wrangle like bicycles and all kinds of shit like that in that sleigh, and somehow wad them some bitches up and get them down the chimney and get them in the living room there. Yeah, which you all you guys know how little my mom and dad's house is. Yeah, getting a bicycle down there that's uh, capable of holding a well, and here's, 180 pound kid is not very easy. Here's the other he's, thing: he's full of magic. Here's but the other those thing were about, never wrapped. Here's the other thing about Santa: that guy can pick a lock. Because oh yeah, because and he must he must have those dog treats that he mixes with something else that puts the dogs down roofies. Because our dogs seem to either just they know Santa must do some good ear scratching because they they bark at everything. You could sneeze, and but not Santa, and he doesn't. But uh, is there any gifts that are traditions that happen every year? Because for the longest time. Underwear and socks. We would get the underwear and socks every Christmas without fail. No, uh, stockings. You know, he seems to always just do good on candy and the stockings for everybody. But that's kind of the. That's the extent of it. Yeah. I've gotten socks and underwear for the past probably 34 Christmases. In your stocking or like as no, a gift? No, like as a gift. Like you could always count on. You could always count on there being socks wrapped up. I think and underwear. I think I got well, my mother in law started that trend about four years ago, maybe five. No, it had to be more than four because I was still working at the mine when I got my first pair of these old Duluth under undie pants. Yeah. And I think I've probably got I about myself 12 pairs of those. I think I got about 40 pairs of them because I got them for Christmas there. Good run. I had a good run with those. Yeah. Christmas traditions are something that I really, really enjoy. I really like. I always have. Now, the warden, she's all out. Doesn't like it. Why? I don't know. Just doesn't like the structure. She's a free spirit. When it comes to things that's like that. That's a wild thing. It is. It is to certain things. Kind of like, like, like his kids ripping open presents because that doesn't seem to fit. Well, the see, motif. that's how they do it. That's I how. I mean, th they don't just go. We don't say, here's your pile. No, no. Wild. Everybody does one at a time, but everybody yeah. goes at the same time. Yes. Okay. Everybody get one box. Ready? Go. And then it's. And then it's over. Okay. Hold up what you got. You know, and everybody shows what they got. And then it's now, like, see, I think it's because neither. Bing, round two. Because nobody in the house smokes, huh? It seemed like there's always somebody smoking that was taking the pictures. 
Nobody smokes. Nobody takes pictures. You know, remember, did you ever do the hold it up so everybody can see what you got? 100%. Yeah, and then we switched to a camcorder. And Dad would set that bitch on a tripod out back in the corner here in the living room, and then it would just record the whole thing. You take pictures of your kids now, what they got? Not a chance. Yeah, no. But we said, well, yeah, that's fine. But remember I said, I don't remember what show, it was a couple, I don't know what show it was, but I said we had the camcorder going. Oh, yeah, yeah. your brother fighting. And me and my brother were fighting. He's Which, like, God damn it, it's on camera. Which, now you're going to know you ruined Christmas, you little bastard. You know what I mean? And like, that <laughs> short's funny. And yeah. nothing, I don't get it. Yeah, YouTube shorts just yeah, piss me off. Idiots. <laughs> uh, is there on like the tradition front? Is there anything in your mind right now you can say you wish you would do? Christmas cards. I think Christmas. I think that that ties into my first topic. Another thing too, my Christmas tree. It's up. Right now in my in my in our living room, yeah. like I have erected our Christmas tree, like it is up, but it has nothing on it. It's just a plain ash tree, and I feel like for me, which I know I put a lot of I put a lot of faith in the warden to do the decorating part of it because I'm not good at it, and she works her ass off too. She's gone all the time working, but I feel like we need to put up. Like I feel like as a tradition for me, if something going forward. I want to set a hard deadline on when I need to have my shit up and ready to go. The weekend after Thanksgiving. That's too much. No, I was going to say maybe more like December 1st or my birthday, you know, like say, hey, you need to have your tree up, decorated and ready to go by my birthday, which is December 10th. I feel like that that's feasible because you still get those late November days that are nice enough to work outside, which, by the way. That was my birthday gift to myself, by the way. I bought Sasquatch with my oh, own, did with, you? with my own birthday money. Yeah, the kids. David, are, you didn't know about this yet. The kids are excited. About I have it. an eight foot tall Christmas Sasquatch. Oh, nice! With a Christmas tree over his shoulder <laughs> in my front yard. Yeah, right. he didn't nail it to the roof. So no, it's not on the roof. It's on the ground. Rabbiting, I get the call on that. Nice. Yeah, but no, if I had to, if I if I wanted to. If I was going to install a new Masoner Christmas tradition, I think it would be to do Christmas cards in the mail and to set a hard deadline on when my decor needed to be up and ready to go. Yeah. Dave? Probably Christmas cards. Yeah. Like, we used to do it pretty regularly because we tried to get pictures every year. Right. With, like, sports and everything. And you were asked about, like, on my phone. There's probably not too many... I got a couple pictures, I bet, from Florida. There's probably more pictures of us on the podcast than there is anything else on my phone. That's a sad state of like affairs. Like you, the, well, we got a phone call before the show from some friends of mine. That big guy there, he's like, <laughs> that guy looks like he needs to go to the burn unit. <laughs> yeah. Now, that would have been a good Christmas card. Yeah, David is yeah. red as that damn cup yeah. got. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Do you have anything new? You know, I. we always... Uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving, we always went up to the resort and we would walk around and check out the Christmas decorations. And I, well, so a couple things we do, uh, we bake cookies with dad. Um, cause if they wouldn't do it, like if it wouldn't be like us doing it, they never get done, but we bake cookies with dad and then we'll go down to Santa Claus to the land of lights 
But I think the one I'm going to try to add this year, and it's tough because I spend five days a week up there already, is let the kids go check out the resort and kind of run around, check out the Christmas decorations. It's so cool when it's lit up. But it's an underappreciated asset. We normally do that once a year. Take the kids up there and let's see. I have a friend that I worked with at the mine that goes, their family goes to the Gaylord... Opry down in Nashville hotel, like a big ice house, ice carvings. And- they have, they have like their Christmas thing that they do down there is yeah. insane. Like they, they do like they get a suite and shit, and like they do Christmas yeah. morning and stuff there. Like they have for a few now, years. I guess. Now that's a question. Let me ask you guys this: as it would be as a tradition, so you're a lot closer to it because your kids are older, but you still got Wild Bill who's a kindergartner, but. Like, if it got to the point, would you tell your kids, like, hey, we're going to go spend a weekend, name that place, but there's not, but understand the trade off. There's not going to be any gifts. We're just, this is our gift to you guys. Would you guys do it? I think my spoiled ass brat kids would bitch because they wouldn't get any. But I'm saying they're older. Like, if your kids are like 15, 16 plus. Yeah, like, hey, Santa's going to skip this year. He's going to just, uh, Pay for a week down in yeah, say, Costa Rica. Yeah, name your spot. Bahamas. Nah, I don't think my kids go for that. When they're older, though? I think it's tough to walk away. I think I, would, uh, I think I would miss Christmas with, like, if I couldn't like, take my... Grandma and Grandpa would have to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if I wouldn't take Grandma and Grandpa or Great Grandma and Great Grandpa and shit, like, and we had... Like, I feel like it would be doing a disservice if they weren't involved, you know? It's like, hey, you know, oh, yeah, last Christmas would have been real fun, but you guys were down in Jamaica. I oh, hope you had a good time. You know what I mean? Something like that. Well, damn game we did. <laughs> we, we knew you were going to make another one. But, uh, no, I probably wouldn't. No, I probably. I know, I know people that do that. And they take the whole fam damnly, like the old yeah. Christmas vacation, like yeah. Cousin Eddie and the whole works. Like they go to Hilton Head or Nantucket or one of those places and get like a big old 20-person house and just do I don't Christmas. think Nantucket would be very nice this time of year. I don't know where that is. I That's uh, East Coast. Shut that up. No, Massachusetts. Shut that from the hip. But I think they just Maine. They go to Hilton Head or somewhere like that. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you know what it is, though? What? It is time to hear from... Our good friends an hour too, catering by Meyer. All right, fellas, I was wrong. I was premature on saying we're taking a break. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not taking a break. No. We have to do three big things provided by our friend Brad Ohanian. Yeah. True patriot. True patriot. One hell of a model American. Yes, he is. First one, McDonald's unveils Cosmics. It's rival to Starbucks. The fast food chain has finally shared more details about its oddly secretive restaurant concept called Cosmics. Brad's note, you guys, big coffee chain guys, or you make your own at home? Do we, I mean, do we know anything about Cosmics? Uh, I've seen, I know that it's a thing. It's going to be like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks. You know, you just go in there, get your coffee or your iced latte schmate. Yeah. Uh, I, I bet they won't have like a McMuffin or it'll probably be like a... Mick everything bagel or uh Mick Cros- you know Mick Croissant. Yeah. Uh, Mick skinny. Yeah. Mick skinny. Uh and by the way, Brado, we're all make our own coffee at home, guys. Yep. Well, Maxwell Zach, House or Folgers. Zach does it with a French press. 
Just press it. Just press it. Well, he didn't have to press it because it does it automatically. Did we press coffee in Florida? Nope. We had a coffee maker there. So we had to use a the spoon to prop open the flap do. Yeah, that's a tough spot. Avoid traveler's anxiety. The surest way to stress less at the airport during the holidays? Drink. Arrive with time to spare, oh, of course. Skip lagging. At least two hours early is fine for domestic flights, according to standard transportation security administration advice. Wild. When is the last time you've been to an airport? Are you an early arriver at the airport? Yeah, so last January. Did you just ask Dave if he's an early arrival. That's somebody's probably better. How 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 early? Uh, three four hours. Yep. <laughs> so when I flew out of Louisville, I think my flight left at eight in the morning, and I tried to get there. Probably, I probably got there at three forty-five or four. What? Yeah, I left really early. I didn't know how busy it'd be. I had to return a rental car. Come to find out, you just drive the rental car to the place, and that's where you drop it off, like right there. Yes, Holy Dave. shit. That's exactly how it works, Dave. Yeah, come, so that's cool. I mean, we're probably, we're fairly early people, but we'll get there depending on when the flight is, because we'll eat. Maybe like, it left at six and I got there at three. It was only like three hours, maybe four. There no more than four. Gigantic skull of prehistoric sea monster unearthed in England. This well-preserved fossil is pretty remarkable and pretty terrifying. Is it Nessie? If you can click on the link, pretty gnarly looking. And what the heck you think happened to all those dinosaurs? Well, Bretto, we can't get into that conversation. <laughs> oh, what happened to all the dinosaurs, Dave? Go ahead. Well, it depends on what you know. There's lots of theories out there. Well, give us your favorite. I don't know what you get into that. Okay. Um, I haven't seen this giant skull found in England. That's the rendering of it. Eat uh, a dolphin? I ain't that scary. Just like a long-nosed sea gator. A, a sea crocodile? Ocean. Crocodile. Oh, that's a pliosaur. Yeah, that's a pliosaurus rex. Now, I've seen this gal found a megalodon tooth down there in Florida here oh, recently. Ah, oh. Yeah, as big as rain. This is my laptop all damn near. Well, and there we go. That's the three big things for the week of December 11th. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Whatever it may be. McCosmos. What is that? So McDonald's is starting that? Yeah, they got a little coffee shop, and they park them next to MacD's, and it... Reminds you a little bit. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Mr. Moon back in the day. I think just because of the name. What in the hell's Mr. Moon? God dang it. Google in there, Mr. Moon, McDonald's. You know, back in the 80s, like the toy was a little moon-headed guy, and he had the dark sunglasses on, and he'd play like the nighttime TV. No. Yes, he Dave, did. we were born in 87, respectively. I was only born in 84. Well, that's three more years than what we had. Yeah, that's true. I guess I was toddling while you were still, like, shitting meconium. Mr. Moon. Mm-hmm. You don't remember him? No. no. Really? Ask Casey if he remembers him. Casey, do you remember him? No, show me got a picture. Show me a photo there, pal. Yeah. Mr. Moon McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. Ha! You don't remember him? I do. There you go. 
No, Casey don't remember that guy. Uh, vaguely. Yeah, see, you remember. So vaguely. what did he do, though? He was just a mascot. For McDonald's. Well, yeah, it wasn't for Burger King. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Make it Mac tonight and breakfast tomorrow. How about damn? I don't know. There we go. But now, Dave, mm-hmm. we can go ahead and take a little break. Yeah, let's take a break. Hour two is brought to you by our friends at Catering by Meyer. Close your eyes for a moment. Now think about this. You have to host a holiday party for family, a group that you're a part of, or for your office. Now imagine that you don't have time nor the desire to cook for all of those people. Guess what? Snap out of it. No problem at all. Our friends at Catering by Meyer are there to help you in your time of crisis. Don't get the holiday blues. Let Bubba and Jared at Catering by Meyer take care of the details and all the delicious food. There's plenty of pairing options to make everyone happy. Don't wait until it's too late. Call them today. Hey, right. and welcome back. Thank you to our friends at Catering by Meyer. Oh, geez. Now, maybe a little tight on holiday time by the time you hear this, but mm. always time to start planning your graduation parties, your weddings, your bar mitzvahs, your bat mitzvahs, your quinceaneras, whatever it may be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, guys, here's my topic, because I was wondering about it, and this is a pretty common thing, but it's also a pretty big uh, contradiction. So when I was growing up, you didn't take candy from strangers. You know, stranger danger. Yeah. Uh, there was always somebody in a white van. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they always picked white vans. Probably actually now because that's just a fleet vehicle. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, so don't talk to strangers, yada, yada, yada. But then you get to Christmas time. And not only is it okay to talk to the stranger, but you go up to this whiskey-smelling stranger and you sit on his lap and let him give you a mint. And you tell him your deepest desires. And it just really blows my mind to how we all turned out and made it out alive. Because here you are. Don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to strangers. Oh, that guy looks like a homeless bum. Oh, he smells like whiskey. Oh, don't take candy. And then, except now, why don't you just climb on up there, sit on that strange little fellow's lap, let him put his arm around you, whisper in his ear what you want for Christmas. And take the candy out of his pocket and smile for the camera. It's just jacked up when you really think about it. We don't go to the Santas too often anymore. And I didn't know. Maybe it's just in my head. I knew it was messed up. But it really creeps me out. Like, I bet there's a lot of petter asses out there dressing up as old Santa Claus. You know, because the real one, he's out there. And I'd love to take my kids to the real one. But you don't know if it's a real one. It could be some... uh you know, weirdo petter ass. Well, Dave, <clears throat> to cue <Q&A clears throat> listeners, Dave is talking about mall Santas and not um, Uncle Steve's who sits at family reunions over in the corner. I, I, but, but, but right? Like, you wouldn't just tell your kid to go sit on some stranger's lap and say, hey, uh, free kid lap sittings right here. Well, Send Janelle, your youngsters over. Janelle took the kids today to take their picture with Santa. I don't think we've missed a picture with Santa. Isn't that weird? Since Where? The mall. Because mm-hmm. then it's a good reminder that malls are dying, too. But, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we do, we participate in that. Uh, I will say from a legal compliance manner that has negotiated some deals with some Santa clauses, there are some due <laughs> diligence. Check? Yes. Okay. Well, that makes, there are yes. some, there's some due diligence that they goes gotta in. go through safe sport before yeah. they come in. There. There's some due diligence that's done. We do some checks. We obviously don't allow Santa to be alone with anybody. Mm-hmm. Which I think is probably a big factor. There's some people that might uh there's some weirdos out there. Might no. not want to be alone. No, well I would hope that if you're standing there and you start to see Santa fondle your child that you're gonna beat the oh, piss out of him. <laughs> yeah. I just I think what was really had me wondering is just like and I never thought about it as a kid. Like I didn't oh it's just Santa time, it's time to go and it was awkward. But, like, how do kids, are they able to differentiate? Like, okay. Because I also remember seeing multiple Santas in a year. And you know, you knew it wasn't always necessarily the real Santa. It was somebody helping They're helpers. Santa. Yeah, so Santa's helper just taking the message back. But, you know, you might catch one at the mall. Then there might be one at the, at the, uh, at the uh, grocery store down there. Uh, the day-old bread store, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you just, you, so you'd see multiple Santa's helpers, but it was always okay to go sit on their lap, but I'd sure been told, and I'd tell my kids, hey, you just stay away from weirdos. Well, dressing up and being a Santa's helper does not make you a weirdo, Dave. Most of the time, whenever you're doing some lap sitting, mm-hmm. I think it's got a lot to do with the situational awareness and then like the locale of the lap sitting. And the organization in which you're doing this through. Yeah. Like, if you're at the mall, mm-hmm. and there's, like, this big Santa's castle, mm-hmm. and a line, and a photographer, and everything like that, I feel like it's a pretty controlled environment. So, let's talk about Jasper. We've taken the kids to Jasper. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one particular place, pretty popular. Yeah. Uh, you just take your kids up there to a yard barn. Mm-hmm. And uh, you walk in the yard barn, mm-hmm. dimly lit with uh, extension cord lights, uh-huh. and you sit on Sandy's lap in, in the yard barn. But I feel like any other time, you wouldn't want to have your kid just strolling up to a yard barn on the side of the road. <laughs> now, if it was me sitting in the yard barn... <laughs> I'm just saying, is there enough differentiation? Yeah, the mother... <laughs> wearing a red suit yes there's a huge differentiation i don't know you got a colorblind kid in the jumpsuit orange from the dubois county corrections may look real close to red yeah but he's got a hat on and a giant red sack sitting next to him or a correctional orange sack sitting next to him with a gargantuous white beard and a bowl is Bull, like his cheeks are red, like a bowl full of cherries. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just is, if is, you go to the mall, <laughs> if you go to the mall, and and you, you, there's it's a controlled environment. How about that? Don't you dare ruin. I've already ruined it in my head. Yeah, I know. Don't you dare ruin it for these networks of Santas. Yeah. Like it's a union. Like there it's a thing. You have know, you ever like seen bad Santa? Yes, I have. You're not gonna <laughs> shit right for a week. You know, yes, I have seen these 
absolute debaucheries, uh, these awful false manifestations of the portrayal of Santa. I have, I've yeah. seen them all, but these guys are usually like, so a friend of Justine's grandma, mm. grandma, grandma, I don't know why I said that grandma, granny up in Lagodi has played Santa had, you know, was Santa's helper for years. He drove a Lincoln. Mm. Damn nice Lincoln. And he would always come to the toy Christmas and bring the gifts. Like that was that was his deal. Like he'd pull up in his big old Lincoln. By the way, there's a it's amazing how many people do that. Yeah. Like have a Santa like actually deliver yes, gifts. Like, do that. Yep. There there was another local uh Husband and wife, actually, from Huntingburg, that were a Mr. and Mrs. Claus duo. Yeah. And they fit the bill. Because, I mean, this guy was a short, portly feller. Yeah. His wife, matching size. They would, yeah, several uh, guest appearances, I guess you would say. Yeah. There's n- David, <laughs> I don't think that you have to worry about now, now should, is this kind of akin to Dave and his parachute on an airplane? Tape? No, no. I think it's just his fear of pedophilia, which I get. It's very, it's very logical, but I just don't think that. Uh, which, by the way, as the one sitting at the table that has represented individuals that have partaken in that kind of activity, there's a certain vibe that's given off in these situations, Dave, and it's very easy to pick up. I don't think, you know. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. You're still going to know it's a pig. Like, if you're in some seedy back lot with a half-jack Santa wearing red sweatpants and not, like, fancy red pants, and he's wearing black Velcro shoes and not, like, boots, and his hat is, like, stapled together, and and it's just one of those deals, like, I think you're going to know. Or if he only weighs, like, 140 pounds. And he's got a little bit of a twitch in his left eye. Could be a right eye. You just got to watch. You never know. Unbelievable. I think you'll be okay. All right. Well, I think we ought to take pictures with Santa. We need to find a Santa to go take pictures with. We're running out of time. I think we need to force this guy to sit on Santa's lap. That's what I think. I don't know if you're big enough. <laughs> well, according to TikTok user six seven nine, you better pack your lunch, Bubba. That's a bitch the size of a small subcompact. <laughs> no, now I mall Santas. I, now it says now, mall Santas. Weird, wild. Oh, wild. But yeah. back in the day, that was Dave. Huge. I can see your validity to a certain extent because there's a lot of record keeping that didn't go on back in the day. <laughs> but in the more modern age, very lack. If very you're, lax, if you're in business that does this kind of thing and you're not doing at least a could little imagine, bit of due diligence. Could you imagine how that kind of negative PR could absolutely cripple an organization? Well, like, so we've taken the kids. It's been a long time since we've taken a kid to see one of Santa's helpers. Oh, I, I don't know if we... No, I shouldn't say. I know we have, but it's been a long time. But every time, I okay. So there's a work Christmas party, and I feel pretty good about that one because that's probably somebody's like husband, you know, or something. That's it's been a, drafted by the big fella to yeah, to just, help out. just yeah. So 
that one I feel okay for, but like anytime that it was just like a random place, like, hey, come come see Santa uh, here. Uh, and I didn't know somebody. Hey, Santa Claus is going to be here from three to four thirty. Come on up and have your photo for nine ninety five. And like, as soon as my kid gets a little bit like, I'm like, nope, we're not doing this. <laughs> like, nope, no, we're not going to make you do that because you don't need to be like accustomed to things. Did you ever have the experience with your own children when they seen Santa for the first time? They were absolutely mortified. Yeah, and man. like screamed and scared. And that's when you grab them up, tell them it's okay, and you don't have to sit with a strange person, and you just. I think Janelle and I were in the picture one year. Zoe was a little spooked, and I think actually, I think Janelle might have sat on Santa's lap. Oh, I'm sure she did. I might have to go back and pull that. <laughs> if I was that Santa, <laughs> sit down, honey. I'll make it feel better for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely uh, was more of the hey, okay, don't make the kids sit down like in a like trust your instinct. Think he's a weirdo. Let's go. Yeah, but kids are skittish about everything. Good, let them be that way. Yeah, that's like a fight or flight thing. Mm-hmm. They ain't old enough to swing on somebody, <laughs> especially no creepy ass mall Santa. I don't know. I think Wild Bill might. Yeah, Wild Bill, he's a different breed. <laughs> That boy's ready for some wild turkey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's just that was something I was saying about the other day. How weird it was. And I don't think, uh, or I think that it's weird. I think if I were to get in the car right now and drive to Eastland Mall and get some photos taken with Santa, I don't think I would bat an eye. I think I would just go do it and get it over with. Now, if my kids didn't want to do it. I'm not going to force them, not going to drag them up there or nothing, you know, but I would at least give them a chance to make their own decision, I guess I would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember finding a, seeing a picture, too, of me, I think, just balling with the Easter bunny. Oh, not yeah. balling like I had a bunch of money. Like balling Scared like. Scared to death. Yeah. Crying. Dave, you were 13. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cameras weren't invented until. Some of them pictures of the, the way them. Uh, Easter bunnies looked like back in the day. Pretty creepy. God damn. I never seen a bunny that big. You know, they're like nine foot tall with them ears. <laughs> Get out of here. Got a lot of eggs carry. Get out of here. A lot of eggs. Anyway, carry. that's what I had. Out on mall Santa's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I think it's situational. Mm-hmm. Really is. Now, yard barn Santa, I'm probably all in on. Well, because there's that just that little bit of risk that in, that in, yeah enhances. I mean, the I experience. now that I'm a member of the community, I know it's fine. But like the first time I was down here for that, we were living up in Brazil, and we came down. She's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go do this because this is where Santa comes." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh no!" But I mean, I guess it's probably fine now because I know the community. Uh huh. As an outsider, when you're wheeling your kid up, well, to a meth shack. To sit on <laughs> a stranger's lap. That's strong. It was like at one courthouse square, Jasper, Indiana, right in the, right in the thick of it. It ain't Here, no here's just the other thing. regular you old think- run-of-the-mill meth shack. If it was on a gravel road, if it was in Casey or I's front yard out there on I've been to some places that it don't matter if you're at the courthouse or not. It's still kind of a sketchy place to be. But here's the question for you. Do you think your lovely bride, the apple of your eye, the mother of your three children 
would do anything to put one of her little cubs at risk at any point in their lives. Absolutely not. But so I then don't your know. reaction to this, you have to trust the local girl that has grown up in that community for how many ever years that there's probably a high probability she knew who that was in that suit, who Could Santa's helper was that day. Just telling you, first time in the uh, this neck of the woods, a lot to take in there. Dave, I just think you get a little, you get a little sketchy. Not, not sketchy, skittish. You get skittish, skittish on some skittish. things. Yeah, yeah, I do. You're a little bit of a skittish fellow. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a little, a little, yeah. little. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is very true. Anyway, mall Santas. Weird. I think you ought to have to be a mall Santa. Mm-mm. You'd make a great mall Santa. Oh. Stripes. <laughs> I don't like kids that much. Hey, guess guess what, guys? Guess what? In keeping with the Christmas theme, we've had a Dear Dutchman sent in. Here we go. Dear Dutchman, I am curious, how many gifts do you buy for your children for Christmas? Does it go by the dollar amount per kid, or is it the number of gifts? This wanderer says, personally, I get all of my daughters... The same amount of gifts. Otherwise, it's not fair. What say you? Sincerely, buying gifts for the little ones for Christmas. One hundred and fifty-five thousand percent does not matter the amount of money that is spent <laughs> per child. The only thing that matters. Is how many boxes are are wrapped and in, in each individual child's pile. I'm a hundred eighty from think, that. I would think your tough spot is your two oldest. Your two boys are old enough to know that that cost that and that didn't cost that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. So we are very much. We're the opposite of what you're saying. Now for the little fella. He'll get more because they're lesser valued. Uh, The older boys normally have a list of stuff that they want for the upcoming baseball season or maybe a hunting season that's coming up. So so they're going to get – nobody gets one box. You might get one thing that's really nice and then at least some piddly shit. Yes. Uh, And then Santa is – you know, Santa's just – Every year, Santa's pretty much the same across the board for everybody. Everybody gets about the same thing from Santa. Right. Uh, So, yeah, that's how we are. We're a dollar amount, not to the penny by any means necessarily. Even when they were little? So what? Ours were always five years apart. Well, yeah. You're right. So with me, in our situation, like I was saying, my kids are very close, Mm -hmm. you know, so the twins, even if Max wanted something that cost $25,000 and Evelyn would have been completely, you know, satisfied with $25, we still had to get more piddly shit for the other one to make up for the difference in the more expensive ones you know, deal. So it had to, it was always, it was a, it's a big numbers thing. So like we always try to stay equivalent 
in money spent. And we try to make it happen to where the, the amount of boxes that they open are the same as well. Because if, if like one kid gets done way before, since we do that whole one at a time thing, mm -hmm. once you start getting skipped and cause somebody else has got four or five boxes left in their pile, that's where things start getting funky. And even at five years apart, we've had that. We've had one like, oh, man, I only got to open two. Yeah. Everybody else is still hanging out and uh, ripping open the paper. Yeah. Well, your one's pretty fancy there, kiddo. Yeah. So uh, if you wanted, you can try on all nine pairs of socks you got. Be sure they all fit the same. Yeah. Uh, other than that. Uh, Tough shit. Yeah. Yeah. Tough titty, said the kitty, but the that's milk's right. still good. But, yeah, no, that's how it all, that's how it works with us. Like, we... We try to we try to try to our best to do both. Like we'll like and the thing is too, as when they're younger, the monetary value of the gift Doesn't means matter. nothing. It means absolutely nothing. And I would say that that's probably my advice to the wanderer here that uh posed this question. For me, I think it's such like I think for all of us it's situational based on the age of the kids. Cause their knowledge of what something cost obviously increases or improves as they age like right now probably the biggest thing of it is that for zoe girl there's five to unwrap for ryan there's five to unwrap rep man probably going to get the short end of the stick and he's probably going to open up some of mom and dad stuff because the middle one probably doesn't care mm -hmm. but it's the older one that'll know because she'll know how many he had versus what she had exactly now ryan will be to that age Next year or so, probably. I mean, he's only three. Mm -hmm. Where he's going to be, well, oh, yeah. Zoe had four, and yeah. I only had three. They get that internal tally mark going. Yeah. And then that's that's where we're at right now. It's so a tough spot. I don't think there's a right answer. I think you work what works best for your situation. And I think, honestly, as long as your kids have something to open up mm -hmm. on Christmas morning, then that's what really matters. That's right. Yeah. That's what I got. So good question there. We appreciate it. And uh, now we roll right into, really, everybody's probably favorite segment. Well, except maybe for the last pass, because then they know we're done. But it is Fair. time for the Choice Cut questions. And you know who sponsors that? Merkley and Sons. Welcome to Merkley and Sons Choice Cuts. Questions of the week for the fellas. Sponsored by our friends at Merkley and Sons. The ultimate smoke. The ultimate destination. For meat enthusiast. When we did the now famously lost interview with the Merkley boys, one of the questions that was asked was what their thoughts were about Merkley meats being on the table for someone's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's dinner year after year. It isn't lost on those Merkley boys that their quality meats are part of a lot of family traditions. If Merkley and Sons isn't on your holiday prep list, they should be. They offer a wide variety of quality meat cuts and products, no matter what you have for your holiday dinner. Start new or continue the tradition of stopping by Merkley & Sons today and load up for your holiday dinner. All right, here we go. Thank you to our friends at Merkley & Sons. We appreciate it so much. Love you guys. Hopefully we can see you soon. Maybe we can get together and record a interview in February. Yeah, it needs to happen. Needs to happen. We got to get it on the books. Hey, to do it to to do it to do it Deutsch. I know. Today's I've seen that too. 
By the way, did you see where somebody thought your bracelet was a candy bracelet and they every were surprised time. it was still on your wrist? Every time. Yeah. Surprised you haven't eaten the candy there, fatso. Anyways, not that I'm calling you that. Tons of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Take a ride on tons of fun. Hey, today's choice cut questions of the week for the fellas come from. Now, couch guy, you can't get upset about this. Can't get upset. You have to keep your cheeks on the couch. But one of the big guy's best buddies, Chris Schwinghammer. Oh! Big fan of the program. Hopefully hopefully you and your beautiful bride are doing well and the kids are well. Haven't seen them in a while. I think it's been, haven't seen them since they rocked out at the uh, Gaslight Dutchman Takeover <laughs> Halloween party. Oh, Rip and uh, Beth. Yeah, good costumes there. Uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? I suppose it depends on the size of the elephant, but I'd say at least probably about 615. 615, okay. Are you kidding me? I'm pulling any punches here, Pop. He literally wrote that. Yeah, that's number one. First question. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? One. No way. Just one. No way. What if it was carrying like the Ebola virus and it ate it? Elephants don't eat chickens, dickhead. How do you know? They eat peanuts. And do you know how Ebola is spread? No. Through like respiratory droplets. Who so cares? How, okay. What if it had, yeah, it ate one. What if it had sickle cell? Yeah. <laughs> what if it was hemophilia? By the way, did you know that there's a treatment for sickle cell now? No. I think the FDA is getting ready to prove the first ever treatment for sickle cell anemia. Wow. Uh, I think that it would take a shit ton. Because that elephant skin, like, because my thing was, like, you could get the spurs and, like, one into the neck. Mm-hmm. But the tough thing of it is that elephant skin. Yeah, I think you'd have to have a bunch of tough. poked the eyes yeah, They out. look like scrotes. Their skin looks like scrotes. The chicken? No. no the elephant. The elephant looks skin like a looks like a scrotum. It's all wrinkly and, like, yeah. sporadical hairs everywhere. I thought Second. you meant the chicken, because, like, sometimes plucked chickens look that way. Second question. <laughs> yeah, a chicken skin. Why doesn't glue stick to the inside of the bottle? Mm. What a moron. Because <laughs> it's not exposed to air, you dumbass. <laughs> that's your best friend you're laughing I at. I love him. I love him. And if that son bitch wants to go around four, bring it on. I got nothing to add to that. Do you, Dave? Yeah, that was going to be mine. Okay. What came first, the color orange or the fruit? God dang it. Well, I would say the color, because I think the sunset happened before the orange. You know. Well. I think that the color happened before the fruit happened. Well, the fruit. For the fruit to grow, it would have needed sunlight. You would have had the color orange from the sunlight. Well, here's the thing. In In our language... So our language, orange, is orange. If you look up, okay, so like in Spanish, I know this for a fact. Orange. Orange. Okay. The fruit, the fruit is called an orange. And I'm sure I'll be, I'm sure I'll be, uh, you know, somebody will be super critical. But the color is anaranjado. Anaranjado is how you say the color orange, and the fruit is called an aranja. So 
our language, the fruit is called orange and the color is orange. Like I was going to try to Google it up. I was going to try to search it up real quick on like how to say orange in German versus the color orange. You know what I mean? So I, I, you know what I'm trying to get at? So like, I don't know the name versus the fruit color. I don't know where it came. I don't know. Okay. Do you know where I was trying to go with that? Yeah, but still the color would have come before the word. You think? Yeah. I think the fruit came first. No way. Because I don't think you had the knowledge of what was the color orange. But there was a sunset the first time. Yeah, but how the you, hell did you know to call the sunset orange? That's my point. Because you saw it and you're like, oh. <laughs> and then, oh, orange. Oh. And then you see this fruit blooming and you're like, oh. Similar color. Orange. You're a dumb son of a bitch. You think so, but I bet I'm right. Uh, why is the number 11 not pronounced 1T1? 1T1. You're an idiot. I don't know, Chris. Uh, I don't know why it would not be called 1T1 or 1T2. I think that's why it's not pronounced 1T1. Because you don't have 1D5. The question is, why is it teens and not ones like the others? You know, because you got 21 and 22, but you got 12 and 11. I'd say it probably has something to do with the Greek origin of our language. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What is the phone app you're most embarrassed to have or use? Grinder. <laughs> no way. You're kidding. I don't have Grinder. <laughs> I don't know. The phone app that I'm most embarrassed that I have and use? Have or use. I don't know. <sighs> McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> you have the McDonald's app? I have the yeah. Pizza Hut app. I do too. The Chick-fil-A app is probably my favorite. I don't know. I don't think I really have one. Um, Shut up, couch guy. I would say mine is probably, my probably most embarrassing one that I'm saying to have is I have like the dot. I have the dot app for like road conditions. Oh, boy. And only use it just a little bit. Like, there. I mean, there it is, Dave. It sits right there by the weather. It's just the dot app. Okay. It's either that or um, um I'd say that's probably the, the color came first. I'm still looking at it. Are you really still looking it up? Yeah. I'd say that's probably mine. Oh, when I say I said Arangha, it's actually Narangha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing someone has walked in on you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> walked in on me doing? I don't know. Taking a shit. Like with the door open. Or I didn't lock the door. Maybe taking a dump. Taking a shower. 
pounding my pud. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> not really anything. I don't think I've ever been caught uh, choking the chicken. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I ever done that. No. Wait, well, never been caught. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said you've never done that. Oh. There's two people in this world. Two different kinds of people. Okay. People that masturbate, and then oh. they say, and the people that lie about it, the people that lie about it and say that they don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, walked in on me. I guess I don't have anything that's like jumping out as like a. Like, oh, you know, I don't think I have any of those. I can't, nothing comes to mind. Dressed up in women's clothing? Nothing like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Trying on your grandma's undie. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. You're, I mean, I'm sure there's embarrassing moments out there, but nothing's like jumping out. Like, I'd say, I don't know. I'm trying to think. For some reason, I think. There was a time where I maybe was caught looking at a nudie magazine. Maybe an old Playboy. Uh-oh. But I don't know. I don't know that. I know where this question is pointed to. Yeah. Is it pointed at you? Yes. Okay. Uh, why do round pizzas come in square boxes? It's hard to make a circle box. Yeah, it's cheaper to make a square box. Everybody knows that. Yeah, duh. Yeah, Dumbass. seriously. Well, hey, Zach Mason's best friend, Christian Langhammer. <sighs> Thank you for those uh, choice cuts, riveting questions. Yeah, <laughs> choice cut questions of the week for the fellas. Brought to you by our friends at Merkley and Sons. Now, the good news, the bad news is this episode has come to a close. The good news is we still have to record another episode after this. But before we do, it is time for the last pass, and it's time to hear from our, our friends. At Hof Outdoor Power. The last pass is proudly brought to you by our friends at Hof Outdoor Power. Listen, our friends at Hof Outdoor Power sell a lot of things. They sell some things that make great gifts under the tree, and they sell some things that make great gifts out in the garage or the barn. Whatever that you are in the market for, new or used, Hof has got you covered. Have you been wanting a new Polaris side by side for a while? Don't ask Santa. Call Jared over at Hove. Thinking about a Kubota tractor to ease with the grass mowing or other chores around the property? Don't ask Santa. Call Paul. Needing a new Land Pride implement for your Kubota tractor? Once again, don't ask Santa. Call Nick. Brad and the fellas are ready to help you guys today. Oh, and another thing. 0% for 84 months on select Kubota models through the end of this year is back. All right. Thank you. Thank you. They have sharing some photos of some of those 0% interest for mm-hmm. 84 months on some of those Kubota tractors. Razors. They got had, oh, they they had, had a hell of a razor deal on four them. Four-seater razor today. Thousands. I think those guys, I think our, we have done a disservice mm-hmm. to some of our sponsors because our friends at Merkley & Sons are giving away meat every week. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I see our friends at Hof Outdoor Power doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick's giving two hundred dollars off on those beautiful smokers. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we got going on? Like, I think we've hurt 
our friends. Because they're giving so much good yeah. deals. Away. Yeah. I just don't understand it. So here we go. Last pass. Big fellow we got. Merry Christmas. Don't forget the reason for the season. Don't get caught in the rat race of trying to buy materialistic bullshit that really in the long run doesn't mean a hill of beans. Spend the time with your family. Cherish those moments. Make those traditions like Casey was talking about. If you want to, you know, make new ones, do it. Um, <clears throat> kiss your loved ones and tell them you love them and uh, enjoy your time with them. Merry Christmas. Thanks a lot for following along and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. There we go. Yeah, uh, you know, I just uh, Merry Christmas to everybody or, uh, you know, Happy Holidays. Uh, I hope you have a good holiday celebrating whatever the hell it is to celebrate. As long as you're doing it with folks you love and uh, want to be around. Uh, other than that, I don't have much. Just uh, enjoy the time off. Everybody's probably got some time off no matter what you're celebrating. So, uh, you know, take the time, clear your mind, and uh, have a good one. Uh, very much, uh, first things first, uh, very Merry Christmas, uh, to everybody out there. Um, certainly take the time to enjoy, uh, spend the time with the loved ones, make some new memories, uh, put your cell phones down at home when you're celebrating the holidays. Uh, Papa Frank said he instilled a new rule, uh, in the house that your phone just doesn't get out of your pocket. Mm-hmm goes on the counter or stays out in your vehicle these holiday season because uh, you need to spend the time playing a card game, playing dominoes, yeah. pulling out that old Monopoly, whatever it may be, uh, watching a new, you know, watching a Christmas movie, watching any movie. Uh, just take the time to spend time with the ones you love because there's certainly, uh, you never know what may happen down the road. But uh, certainly grateful and thankful for everybody. When we wish you guys a Merry Christmas, we've become to know a lot of you through interactions on social media and everything else. And, you know, we always say the door at Smoker's Lounge is always open. And, you know, if you find yourself struggling this holiday season because there's something you just can't quite get past or can't quite shake, by, by all means, please reach out. We'll be around and, you know, we'll be there for you. So with that, happy freaking Oh, Merry freaking Christmas. You filthy animals. animals. Dutchman out.